this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Liberty from Prophecy Now and Spirit Move Ministries. It's awesome to have you listening here on Prophecy Now podcast. I would like to remind you of our Dream Talks deal that we have going on right now. I have an eight-session Dream Talks e-course that I have for sale through spiritmoveministry.co. You have received the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is PROPHECY10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either Session 1 or Session 2, basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it and use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. Well, I'm very excited to share what the Lord has on his heart tonight. Um, as you know, uh, this event is based on letting the lion out of the cage. And um, I have released the prophecy over... Florida um, about the lion being in a cage and what Florida has to do to, to open the gate and let the lion out. Amen. And so um, this weekend so far, I mean, there's been so much unity in the spirit between all of us that are here. And as I said to all the other groups, um, this is not exactly Always, unless you're a special type of Christian, this is not an event that every Christian goes to because they might not see the importance of Rosh Hashanah. You know? Um, and so, because of that, um, those who are serious are here. And you need to know that it blesses God that you're here. Okay? It blesses Him that you're here. This is a pivotal season. September is pivotal. You guys have heard me say that. Some of you that have been at, at everything we've been doing, um, you're going to hear some repeating before I get into the word, just a little bit more. Tell me just a little bit more. Um, um, and so, this final night, the buildup. If you can imagine it, for those who were in the last service, because I did do an impartation, a different impartation at 2 p.m. And so it was, and the anointing of Moses is what I released over every person. We had a major glory fest here. And, um, you know, um, this is the final night of this conference, but it's not the final night of your life. It's not the final night of what God has for you. You're here to be imparted into 
But tomorrow is the last day we officially finish the celebration of Rosh Hashanah, and then we're going into all the other things that lead to the Day of Atonement, okay? So there's still so much more happening in the spirit in September. And you guys, this is a launching pad month, literally. But the launch pad, it, it could be different for your life. And you guys have heard me prophesy this, that it can be cleansing for you, it can be pruning for you, it can be um, wealth transfer from the wicked to the righteous, whatever form that takes. Um, and that's not a prosperity message. You guys know that I've released five or six prophecies about the wealth transfer, and it's not all money. I mean, he's had me um, release the wealth, uh, the joy of heaven. We're coming into a season of the joy of, the wealth, joy is a wealth. It, it's, it's a form of wealth. Heaven, it's always available to us. We don't always walk into it into heaven's joy. Amen. But there's a joy that this world cannot give us. It's a joy that will get us through anything we face. And it's something that the devil can't take. And so the Lord had given me um, given me a word and a dream about joy. And he said, he, he took me to some scriptures and I read it and he was like, um, this is the next big ship in the wealth transfer. The joy of heaven is going to be poured out on my people. And so, sometimes what we see as valuable is not what God sees as valuable. The peace of heaven is more valuable than anything that this earth can ever provide. Uh, a bigger house, a better house, uh, money to pay your mortgage. No. There's whole other realms of wealth that cannot be physically seen. Amen? And so, some of you are, you have positioned yourself to be on, I'm just doing a slight recap, because I know you guys have heard some of this. Um, but, for those who have not been here, uh, this is your first service. And so, you know, some of you are, are have positioned yourself to be on the receiving end of the wealth that is, it, what we would say in our humanness, feels beautiful. I just realized I wasn't talking to the mic. <laughs> because, okay, sorry. Um, because it, it feels beautiful, the joy, the peace, um, the, the finances, the provision, all that feels beautiful. But then there's other things, uh, there's other ways that come in, and that's cleaning, pruning, um, shaking. It doesn't always feel good when it's happening. But I will tell you this, when I look back over the last, just the last two or three years, amen for the shaking. Because the body of Christ is being taken to a whole other place now. Um, yes, there's still so much to get broken off. There's still so much to deal with, um, especially concerning our role, concerning America, just everything. But... There's so much work that's already been done. There's so much that's been revealed. There's so much that's been exposed. That nobody, nobody was, there was so much deception. There's still deception. But who feels like since 2020, man, you're seeing way more clear. Amen. That's right. 
And it's because of the shaking, you guys. It's because he's moving, he's working, he's, he's messing with anything and everything in our lives. Because what holds is what is of him. Amen? And so, um, so as we've been walking through this all weekend, I'm going to have just a little bit more turn that down. Um, I'm, you guys are going to start wanting to start dancing or something. You're going to have it low enough to. I actually had the song playing for Don's benefit. Um, Tim, the other one from Generals International that spoke this morning. Because this is her song this weekend. And so I'm going to honor her by tonight. You, are, you guys are going to uh, receive what I impart to you with uh, her song playing that has been blessing her heart this whole weekend. And um, uh, and so she feels like it, through this song, it's like we're crowding the Lord and we're releasing Judah from the cage, amen? And so as God is taking us through this pivotal month, um, if you've been here for all the services, you know we've talked about um, the prophetic, what God's saying for 5784 in the Hebrew calendar, what, what we're seeing in the seasons, what he's going to be doing in us, what we're going to be expected to be doing. There's been so much that's been touched on, and we've had literally a beautiful time in the prophetic um, this weekend. And you need to know, it. what we're doing here is, is much bigger, and I've said this in every service, than numbers. We're, we're releasing into the atmosphere, we're putting the enemy on notice, that this is what the King of Kings says, and he's the boss. This is his word to his people. This is his word to the principalities that think they have something to say so. And so there's so much power in that, most people don't even recognize it. They don't realize that there's so much power in it. And just releasing the word into the atmosphere shifts whole atmospheres. And I will just say this, who knows what it's doing here in this Marriott? Such a time as this. We could be here just for that. Now think about that. No other venue opened, and then this one did, but we've had nothing but interference and nonsense since the beginning. <laughs> yes, this is expensive. And so, but you have to understand, we're coming, already coming into a place that needs cleared. So most likely the first service was spent clearing and moving and shifting things out of our way. Amen? False things in the atmosphere. And so, um, I think it's an amazing life to participate in that. And so if you're here, you need to know that you're participating in the crossing over of what September means. You guys, seriously, it is, this is, 2024, especially in, in our calendar, is going to be a huge year. A huge year. I mean, every year, I believe, from now on, since 2020, every year is going to be massive. It's going to be pivotal. It's going to be... Um, intentional by the Lord. That means there's certain things that have to happen during every year on purpose. And we get to be alive right now. Seriously, you should be happier than that. Amen. We're 
we're seeing it. Yes, some of it doesn't feel good. COVID hasn't felt good. Lockdowns, all the junk, uh, seeing illegitimate things happening in, in, in America, in the White House, all this stuff. But here's the thing. It's necessary to wake us up. It's necessary for things to be revealed. If, and I'm just going to throw this out there, and hopefully I don't get put in Facebook jail. Um, but when I say these names, it always becomes a thing. If Trump had gotten in, this is not political, but I'm telling you, if he had gotten in, would there have been all the investigating into the fraudulent elections? Would there have been all the work that that those put into the mu the movie? Tell me the name. Some, no, the mule. Or, yes. So all these things that that there's people on the inside, men and women of God, they're spirit filled, but they're in politics. They knew was happening. They're like, we know this is happening. Now Jesus, give us a way to prove it. Well, isn't he funny? Him not getting elected gave Jesus a way to prove it. It opened the door wide open for those to come in and be like, huh. And then what it led to is all kinds of exposure. Amen? And so you have to understand God, God's ways. You have to understand he is not us. For him, it's not as simple as, oh, just get someone elected. Oh, just get rid of that person. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, no. Now all these bad laws are being made. Children are the target. Yes. Much bigger things are happening in the spirit. And this is going to lead into the word. The word I have for you tonight is so powerful. Um, I hope you can keep it together when I release it. This is, this is how powerful it is. My staff will tell you. And I'm already uh, manifesting all kinds of gold dust. It's probably all over you. If you look close with your phone onto your hands, it's, it's probably all over you. And so unless you look, you won't see it. And so, um, or silver, but it's been, it's been gold all day. So, but he's been doing silver too. So, um. There's so much that he's doing, and he needs his people to understand to have faith. Yeah. If you guys, especially those who have been here through all the services, but what Robert spoke, everything is in unity and alignment of all the, the things that God is saying. If you catch all my little nuggets, you'll see how all the things connect. Yeah. Okay? So there's a reason I'm telling, telling you to check the gold dust. Just receive the nugget. Check for gold dust. Give me a wave if, you, if you're seeing it. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Okay, now what made you look? Faith? Ooh. Looking and seeing, now you believe. But it, it took you, the first choice was to look. If you go, and that can't be real, and you're all cynical, and you're all in the earthly realm, which is not how we're supposed to live, you won't even check. Because you'll be like, oh my gosh, that's just silly. It's not silly to Jesus. If he wants to show up that way, how is that silly? He's in charge of, of the whole thing, you know? 
And I will throw this in there. We've already won. We win. Say it. We win. Louder. Come on. We're going to finalize the board tonight. We win. We win. We win. We win. Amen. And so, um, there's going to have to be a faith. And this is, these are other things that through other different prophecies over America that I've released that the Lord basically was like, Liberty, my people need to understand why Trump didn't get in. My people need to understand why this is happening. Why I allowed this. And so was, earlier today we talked about the, the, the removing Egypt from God's people and getting the world out of us so we could be a pure remnant. But now we're going to talk about if, if there's not a certain kind of heavenly faith that you carry, you will not be able to be an end-time disciple and apostle. You will not be able to be everything you need to be unto death. And, 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 and like I said, everything we've been speaking, every service is literally leading up. It, it's all connecting the dots. And now all these little nuggets, you just have to pay attention to them. So earlier in the service, we talked about letting God remove Egypt from us and how Moses uh, turned his back on the treasures of the earth because he would rather do that than, than hurt Christ or reproach Christ or do anything against God. And so now, the thing is, is you do not want to reproach God by not believing in the God of your salvation. And so if you start leaving, so now you're removing Egypt, but you're still in, God is not man. So you're still in that thinking, and the Lord, the Lord needs his body to understand there's reason why I allow things to be a certain way. You've got to have faith. You've got to trust me, body of Christ. I know what I'm doing. You win. Don't act like you have. It's not already done. The book has been written. It's already done. I need you to live like it's done. You cannot do that without the kind of faith that the apostles walked in. Besides letting go of the treasures of Egypt and getting rid of that earthly realm that you could live in with materialism and all that, then they had to make a choice. Man, we're going to have to believe what we don't see. We're going to have to believe what we don't understand. We're going to have to know. Now here's the thing. You're probably thinking, yeah, well that's really unfair, Apostle Liberty, because they were with Jesus. You know? They were with him. He trained him for three years. They saw him die and rise from the dead. They have that going for them. So of course they were on fire. Of course they were going to do it unto death. They knew it was all real because they watched it in the flesh. But Jesus says, greater is he who believes without seeing than he who has seen. And he tells his disciples, oh, 
that's my word. I love it, you guys. You think you're so Marvy because you're here hanging out with me, who's about to be crucified. He said, but there's stuff coming. Get ready, y'all. It's about to get wrecked in here. There's some coming who will not have ever seen and they will believe and they will go without needing proof. Amen? May we be counted worthy to be a part of those that Jesus spoke of. Amen? And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the word, the original word that the Lord gave me about letting the lion out of the cage. And I'm going to finish it with the second part that the Lord gave me for tonight. And you're going to see how everything, God has literally pieced everything together. Has pieced everything together. So the original word that the Lord had given me about releasing the lion from the cage he, he basically kept telling me to read Ezekiel 19. And as I read it, he highlighted verses 3 and 4 of Ezekiel 19. And this is what the verses say. She brought up one of her cubs, and he became a young lion. He learned to catch prey, and he devoured men. The nations also heard of him, and he, and he was trapped in their pit. And they brought him with chains to the land of Egypt. And this is what the Lord said. The Lord said, he brought Florida up as his young lion. He has poured much into the lion of Florida. Florida has done so well as God has raised her as his lion. And lioness or lion, okay? It's, it's meaning the same thing. That the nations have heard of this lion and the enemy has tried everything to shut down the power behind the lion. The Lord said, this lion has been given authority in the nations, but Egypt and the enemy has been trying everything to trap Florida in their pit and chains. With division, religion, disunity, distraction, formality, um, and old traditions. These things the enemy has been trying to bring to Florida have been being used to keep the lion or the lioness of Florida trapped in the cage to keep Florida subdued. But the Lord says it changes this day. Amen. So here's the thing. I already released this word, but this is it. You can feel it in the glory. This is it. This is the official day. And I wish the whole entire state of Florida was in this room. Every Christian that lives here, amen? Or everyone that follows my ministry in Florida, there's about 13,000 of you. Where are you? I'm just saying. I love you, but get with it, okay? But the, but the Lord said it changes today. The cage and the door are being busted apart and flying open by the obedience and the strategy the Lord is bringing to Florida pastors, evangelists, apostles, and prophets. And most of all, intercessors. The Lord says this day, the cage is being opened and the lion is preparing to roar over the nations with this state first, the state of Florida. This day, we will let the lion out. What we do starting tonight, will be letting the lion out.
out to roar over the state. This roar is next level warfare and will displace principalities in the atmosphere over Florida. Um, and then I just wrote this, this is my little side note. When I was receiving this word, the Lord gave me a vision of a huge lion in a cage, just tapping his feet, waiting for somebody, the pastors, the apostles, the evangelists, and the prophets, and the intercessors to come open the door. And let him out of the cage. He was tapping his feet, getting ready to leap out of the door. As the door gets ready to open for him, preparation for bringing in, for bringing in the roar of Florida. And so what I saw was literally a giant lion of Judah in the cage. And he's like, man, I just want to let me out, you guys. And he was tapping his feet. He was tapping his feet. And he's like, the Lord is saying through the vision and the lion, come on. Open the door. Do what's necessary to open the door. Let me out so I can roar. You guys know we can block it. Our lack of obedience, our lack of faith, our lack of all the things he said. Unity, getting rid of distractions, all of that. And he's sitting there and he's tapping. He's tapping on the ground. He's like, come on, I'm, you know, get ready for a race, you guys. He's like, get ready. I just want to run. Come on, just open, open the door. Shoot the gun. I, let's do this. And the Lord said, we participate in doing that. We have to open the door. We have to make a decision to let the lion out. If Florida is allowed to be subdued by all the things that he listed here, distractions, division, religion, disunity, formality, old traditions, they are literally subduing the lion. And he just wants out, y'all. Yeah. He just wants us to let him out. And as I was watching this vision, I literally, and I know this might offend you, okay? Lots of things I say to you. But he was literally like, let me the heck out. Let me out. Do what you're supposed to do and let me out. We can hinder what God needs to do. And as you know, I prophesied that Florida is the water. That was a prophecy I was given was that Florida is the water. Texas is the blood. Arizona is the fire. And Florida, where does the lion come in with being the water? Oh. Just like he said, as we release the lion, as we release, and this day, as we release what we're releasing into the atmosphere, we are moving and shifting things to such a degree that his roar can go forth. And when his roar goes forth, it begins to remove things in the way, in the way of the water. It begins to clear out so the Holy Spirit can flow. 
Yes, I prophesied physical storms coming as a manifestation of what God's doing in the spirit, but it's spiritual, you guys. It's the, the, the Holy Spirit needs to be able to flow and go, and it cannot when there's stuff in his way. Just like the lion can't come out of the cage. Amen. He said, let me the heck out. Get this door open. Get serious. It's time. This is the day. Amen. So we declare this night that we are going to open the door and let the lion out of the cage so it can roar or he can roar over Flora. Amen. And so I'm going to have her with a shofar come on up and I'm going to have everybody, uh, we're going to give a shout, we're going to give a roar and then I'm going to finish this word and then we're going to do the impartation. You ready? I want to hear you guys. Let's let's give it a shout. Amen. We're saying, and you guys are here, and you're, you're, and you're probably thinking, yes, but everybody, 
all the Christians and all, all the spirit-filled spirit Christians in Florida need to be a part of this. Like, they need to participate with us. You know, we're doing this on a prophetic, as a prophetic act on behalf of the entire state. Yes. We have the authority to do that. Amen. We don't need all the three million of you women here, or however many there is. Amen? Amen. Apostle Paul was one person. There's only 12 disciples. We don't need for us to do um, something prophetically on behalf of something. It is powerful, you guys. It is powerful. So now, this is the official word I have for you tonight that is going to lead into this impartation that is, um, every impartation should wreck you for life. But this is a whole other level, and just try to keep it together, okay? <coughs> so the Lord woke me all throughout the night with Hebrews, well, it was 11. The number 11, all throughout the night. And you have to know, I keep track of everything. So I wake up at 3 a.m. and I write down, I had a dream about the number 11. And I go back to sleep. <laughs> I get up in the morning and I'm like, okay, Jesus, what's with this 11 thing? And he said, I want you to read Hebrews 11. And I said, okay. This is a normal chapter for all of us. Amen. And um, so as I read it, I, I wondered if it was significant that he woke me up right at 3 a.m. to write the dream down. You guys, he's a god of numbers, in case you didn't know that. And they do matter to him. Okay? So he has me read it. And as I read it, this is the verse he highlighted to me. Verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of the things that are visible. So the Lord says to you tonight, He said, Liberty, my people need to understand as we cross over, as, as we're saying we're letting the lion out of the cage, we're doing this prophetic act on, the, on behalf of Florida. He said, faith is going to be imperative. And this has all been leading up to this moment of what I'm saying. Every word you've heard this whole weekend. Looking in your hand to see if there's gold dust. Is it there? Woo! Now you have faith. That most likely that's going to keep happening. Okay? But what you need to understand is the Lord said, Liberty, you need to encourage my people. What you see with your eyes does not come from what you see. Track with me. Everything was before. Everything was in the invisible. Everything already existed. You just haven't seen it yet. And so he said, encourage my people Encourage them that what already exists in the unseen, if we don't see it with our eyes, and so basically, here's, here's, here's what you need to understand about the message. He needs you to understand what actually real faith is. It is not, it is not in what we see with our eyes. The unseen is actually much more than anything you can see with your eyes. Everything comes from the unseen first. If God 
And so what happens is he said, my people, they lean on what they see with their eyes. So then this can get them all over the place. Oh man, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And then here comes what James was talking about, being knocked around with every wind and wave. Those are not going to be God's remnant. And the Lord said, if they have faith, then I know what I'm doing with the elections. I know what I'm doing with what I allow in the nation. I have reasons for what I'm doing. Trust him. Don't focus on what we see with our eyes. Because what we see is not what's actually real. It is not what's actually real. By faith, we understand. Now hear this, you guys. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word. Man, we've been prophesying a lot of words this weekend, haven't we? Framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen with our eyes were not made of the things that were visible. Let this blow your mind. The invisible realm is what's real. What's happening in the supernatural is a, a thousand millions times more than what we even see in this earthly realm. There is so much going on that we don't see. When Daniel prayed, and it seemed like nothing was going through, when they were fasting and praying, the angel's like, hey man, God loves you, he's answering your prayers, he's working on it, but man, there's this principality that was fighting us, and we had to go up there, and we had to like, get jiggy with this dude. But your prayers matter. Keep going. Amen? What's in the unseen is what's real. It already exists. Amen? Men and women were created from nothingness. The dirt. And so, what you see, what we see, does not come from the visible. Let this go deep in your spirit, you guys. This is a deep word. What you see is not created by what you see. It's created by the realm of the Lord that you do not see with your, with your visible eyes. So if this is true, and we walk in, in, in a faith that understands how, the, how it works, then we will be unaffected by what we see with our eyes. Does it break our hearts? Yes. Do we wish it didn't have to happen that way? Yes. There's all kinds of things in life we don't want to see with our eyes. But the reality is, that's not what's fully real. Just like the fake news. It's not real. They're presenting to you a false narrative. They're presenting to you um, witchcraft to put a spell on your brain and to deceive you. They know how to make every catchphrase sound like it's supposed to so that you're, you immediately think wrong about it before you even read the story. You notice that? So that they're little, they have their little catchphrase that gets your attention. It's, I call it witchcraft. 
Don't watch the fake news, y'all. I gotta throw that in there. It will deceive you. It will deceive you. And so, we don't get our information by fake news or what we see with our eyes. We've got to trust that what is in the unseen is way more greater than what is in the scene. What you were not created in the scene. You were created in the hidden place of your mama's womb. For probably three or four months, nobody thought you existed. Because your mama didn't look pregnant. But you were there, weren't you? Even if you weren't visible to the outside world yet, were you still there? Let this blow your mind. These are examples that I gave in staff and to my mentorship. When God brings you a mighty man or woman of God to get married, did they exist before they met you? Think deep on this one. Did they exist? Why did they exist? If they didn't exist, they would be a newborn. Is a 30-year-old marrying a newborn? Why? You may have never met your future husband or wife, but let me let me just throw this out there to you. They already exist. You just haven't met them yet. So right now they are invisible to you. But they're not invisible to God. He's already created them. And they're just right for you. And when it's the right moment, he will make them visible to you. But they will not be visible by the visible. What's visible is created by man. They will have already been created by God. But in your life, they didn't exist. Before one month ago, when you met them wherever, and the glory fell, and you knew they were the one. <laughs> you guys get the picture? So here's the thing. The invisible, we are to trust what we don't see. I know it sounds crazy. We are to trust what we don't see. He's very clear. By faith. It takes faith to make you understand everything was created by God, framed by God, by His Word. It already exists, you guys. This is the kind of faith that we have to walk in in the end times. A faith where we know just the Word. We just have to speak it, you guys. We got to declare it. You gotta trust what God's doing and not watch what He's doing in the scene. Amen. We've got to trust Him and, and know no matter what we see with our eyes, we have to say, it doesn't matter, devil, that's not gonna work. Because what's real is what I cannot see with my physical eyes. And I rely on that. The body of Christ is gonna to have to be able to do that. 
to be the new time movement. You're going to have to be carriers of that kind of faith that Jesus said to the disciples, oh, but greater are the ones that believe without seeing. That know I exist without seeing. With no physical proof. So what's funny is, 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 is we'll tell each other right now all day long, I have faith. I know God will heal me. I know he'll do this. I know he'll do that. But then when something happens that we don't like, the first thing we go towards is grabbing something the world has created to fix it. Our first thought isn't, oh man, God's already taken care of it in the invisible. Oh man, it already exists. The answer already exists. But even though we have faith, our first thing is to go to what's physical because it's easy and it's familiar. We've got to have a total 360 turnaround of faith is, is invisible. True faith believes in what you can't see. And true faith understands that if God speaks it, it is so. We don't need anybody to come and give us a loan. Because that's what the world would do. We'll just go borrow the money. Don't panic. I'm not saying you can't have a mortgage. What I'm saying is, the world goes after something physical to fix it and bring comfort to themselves. And the Lord is saying, that will not be my end time remnant. They will not survive with that kind of thinking. Like right now, and I had a conversation with Apostle Strader and Robert, we had a dinner yesterday, or whatever day it was, I don't even know who's my days now. What day is it? I don't even know. Anyway, whatever night it was, and um, we were talking about how, um, and I think Robert touched on in his message, that all this stuff is happening, we have to look past it. We have to know that what is in the invisible realm is what's real. Our prayers being answered is what's real. Our warfare being answered is what's real. Our faithfulness and obedience, even if we don't see proof of how it's benefiting us, we have to know that's what's real. We don't see it, but it's actually what's real. And so if you're in this room, you're going to leave this place with a whole other level of faith. Because you're going to leave this place understanding what he's actually saying. What we see is not created by what we see. When we stop living that way, we go to a whole other level of Apostle Paul faith. But even bigger than that. Even bigger than that. And so, you guys ready? You guys ready to be wrecked before we do our impartation? Okay. Because we, I don't limit God, but we do have to be out of here by some time tonight and we have to start tearing down. But the impartation will go quickly. It's in my bag. And so, I'm about to read these verses to you, the next verses the Lord gave me. 
Y'all are about to get good poof with the Holy Spirit glory.
before we would be here to finish the job. So the Lord says, will you have enough faith? Will you have the faith of the patriarchs? Will you say, I will finish the job? I will be one of the ones counted as the job finisher. Will you be a faithful servant that participates in finishing the job? Will you allow yourself to be, be able to look so far in the future of the, and trust the unseen that God is doing? That the way that they kept going, no matter what came against them, they didn't even think, well, well, God, what if this doesn't work out? They never thought that. They're like, nope, we're going to go. And if I get killed, more is going to rise up. If they take me out, oh, just more Holy Ghost rollers are going to rise up. Because they can take me, but more is coming. I want you to stand up. The Lord says, will you be the more that's coming? Are you going to be counted as the more? Are you going to be counted as the ones that finished the job of all the great patriarchs that have went on before us? So tonight, as we decree and we declare that we're opening the cage, as you come up to receive impartation, turn it up just a little bit, you are going to be saying, I agree to finish the job. I declare their death was not in vain. Oh, Jesus, use me to finish the job. Use me to finish the job. Say it and mean it. Use me to finish the job. Use me to finish the job. Say it. Come on. I want to hear you. Jesus wants to hear you. Oh, Jesus, use us. They did not die in vain. We will not allow it. And we choose this day as we come up to receive this special impartation that we will take what we receive and we will finish the job.
wants to release into you tonight. You are going to leave this place with the faith that was released to them and what they walked in. The Lord said it's going to be imparted to you tonight in the spirit. And you're going to leave this place ready to go wreck it like you never wanted to ever in your life before. You will not be the same when you leave this place. The Lord said, will you receive this gift from the patriarchs? Will you receive it? The Lord says, I need my people to receive it with gladness. And I need Florida to agree to finish the job. And to step up and receive the anointing of the patriarchs. That it's not just fire. It's not just discipline. It was true faith that carried them, you guys. Faith in the unseen. Believing when they didn't even know what was going to happen and how it was going to go down. Tonight, what they carried, you're going to carry. So I'm going to have my altar workers come up. Let's get jiggy. Go ahead and turn it up. So what we're going to do is, um, Daniel will line you up and show you where to go. One row at a time because we need room for the bodies. We have catchers. Be ready to receive. Amen. You guys, this is going to be such a powerful time and a moment in your life. I know you can feel the glory as I was releasing it. The faith of the patriarchs, that spirit of faith, that anointing will never die. It was meant to be passed on to us. The torch is meant to be passed on. Amen? So go ahead and start lighting them up.